0: Hello, you're listening to Common Rider with me, a podcast for fans, experts, and newcomers. It's all about tokusatsu. I'm James
1: Dorrington. You can call me Kip, and I'm your expert. And I'm James Baker. I'm your newcomer. And this week, we looked at one of our most requested Kamen shows, which is Comrider Game.
0: Ten-shin. All right, yeah, here we are at Comrade Me with one of our most oft requested
1: shows, Comrade Game. And how are you today, James? Doing pretty good. I got my coffee and I'm ready to talk some Comrade. How are you doing, man?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I tried to mount something on a wall, only to find out that like it was like all covered in like metal plates for like the wires running through it. So, that's <laughs> that. I'm feeling good. So today we are going to kind of do a part one look at Kamen Rider game which if you're listening to this maybe you have a friend um, that wants you to get into Toku maybe they want you to look at like Kamen Rider game um, it's, a, it's a common entry point um, so this is like meant to like look at like a couple episodes to kind of like sample or get a feel for the show there's technically like some spoilers I guess if you want to like watch it in order since we don't like we don't stick to that order but that's the point of this here like to be like PR, five episodes that'll like get you into it what did you think going into comrider
1: game uh james well you always told me that you get a lot of emails of uh, our listeners requesting us to talk about comrider game and me being a newcomer as you guys know by now uh sometimes i look on lists when i get bored on google i'm like uh best comrider shows i do this with everything best coffee best best anime shows best yeah from time to time i just want to know what the best is and uh while i was looking on a list for best camarader shows uh game has been a consistent uh contender for one of the best camarader shows so uh i also watched a youtube video saying that uh this was very (laughs) the closest thing to an anime in the camarader universe so that already caught my appeal so Um, I believe a couple of weeks ago I mentioned to you that I wanted to check out game and you said I'm down because you know of course we keep getting requests for it so going into it I was pretty much stoked about just having that in the back of my head that is very anime like so going into it, I was very stoked
0: yeah um, this is kind of like so when we were starting Come Right With Me I was thinking okay we should probably do um, the currently About to start airing Common Rider show Zero one which we ultimately did Um but also I had no clue how it was Gonna be (laughs) as a show Like Saber (laughs) I mean hey Uh we know (laughs) We know nothing about Saber yet but like All I had was like what the suit Looked like basically and like some basic plot Details so Mm -hmm. there were actually Four contenders for what Our deep dive common Rider show was gonna be It was um Hmm. Zero One, Come Rider Kuga, which was the first of that like two thousands like Common Rider shows, Come Rider Double, which was the first of the second gen of those shows. And then Gabe, which is uh yeah, it's it's a show uh that has a <laughs> lot of fans, has a lot of interest. Um it's definitely um uh, one of the most popular shows of like the modern era of like Common Rider. And I didn't ultimately do it because like there was like another show that like hadn't done any episodes for like a few months, but like I like liked the show, and I was like, "Oh, I shouldn't like bite their thing. They might come back." And now it's close to like a year later. It's like still nothing, but yeah, this is a very highly regarded show. Uh, it's kind of almost like uh, people. I don't know anymore with the internet and irony, but there was at one point a petition for HBO to pick up this show.
1: What? <laughs> yeah how did it get to that point uh yeah that's insane that's weird right like dubbed um, subbed oh wow
0: yeah and like it kind of became like a meme in like the community and stuff but it's almost treated like the Evangelion of Common Rider okay which like uh yeah uh, <laughs> it's like the show that people feel like is like a interesting subversion of the genre and like stuff um And it's, like, more mature. And that's partially because, like, the creator, um, Gen Urobochi, I totally butchered that. Um, He's known as Uro Butcher. If you've ever been recommended to watch a a show called um, Madoka Magica, that was a very popular, like, early 2000s, like, dark twist on a magical girl show, like a dark version of something like Sailor Moon.
1: Yeah, I've actually had that in my watch list. I haven't seen it yet, though.
0: Yeah, um so this is like a show that's a lot of fan attention. Um, like it ended in 2014, and in 2019, one of the side characters got a stage show.
1: <laughs> that's cool.
0: It's just a very like intensely loved part of the fandom, and that happens to like a lot of shows. Like this show, for example, like reignited like post series movies for side characters. For example, it um the main dude that like plays Coda um is very famous now. Is doing a lot of stuff. Like, most people that are a main character in, like, a little like, comment writer show have some level of success, but he's kind of a step beyond that. And, like, he'll still come back for stuff and, like, make, like, a small, like, cameo or something. But, uh,
1: so he's famous outside of Toku.
0: Yeah. He got really famous for this. Um, Hmm, good for him. Yeah. Which is good for him. Yeah. Um, yes. Just like, a lot of people really care about Common Rider game, which is why like if you're listening, you probably had it recommended to you. <laughs> you're just a fan like wants some um thoughts on it. But man, <laughs> I mentioned like before uh that um this show that with common rider shows, um people often say that the better the suit, the worse the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean said it last week. <laughs>
0: they also say, um, Sometimes a bad suit means the show is going to be great, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think for Game that might be one of the reasons they say that because people were trashing on Comrade or Game before it came out, and like I think like one of the weaknesses of the show is the fact that like you could bounce off the fact that it's like goes from like martial arts bugs to like fruit samurai (laughs) and knights and stuff.
1: That's funny you say that because I actually like the theme behind fruits. I thought it was like. I've never seen anyone, like, go that far into, like, committing to having a whole theme around fruit. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. But uh, that was one of the pills from the first few episodes. I did, like, the whole... Uh, uh, I wouldn't say gimmick, <laughs> but I guess it is um, a yeah, yeah, it's a We're, gimmick, yeah. yeah. I did like it.
0: And, like I guess, like, um, a lot of times the writing staff, like, will kind of be given the gimmick and the theming for the show and then have to, like, Work backwards to make like characters and plot, which I find really interesting. Uh, cause this show, perhaps more than most other shows, it knows what it wants to be the second it, it starts.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, first three episodes solid. I really, I really enjoyed the first three episodes for sure. Uh, and, um, we should get to those in like a moment because, like, there's only
0: like so much that, like, we could talk about, like, the show's like appeal, like, before, like, talking about it, but, um, one thing though is that um, there are a lot of like shoulder content for Kamen Rider, like including like bands. And one band is there's a uh, girls' idol band called Kamen Rider Girls that I've um, referenced that we should look at before. So basically, they're like a bunch of like young female like singers um, who have like costumes based off of like different Kamen Riders and they like perform songs for the shows and the video games. And yeah, so in the show notes, which you can watch after we take a beat, uh, we are going to watch it live, because that's not the best use of our time, but um, is a <laughs> clip for EXA Exciting X Attitude, uh, the like official music video from Kamen Rider Girls. We are back, and yeah, so w- what are your thoughts on that video, James?
1: Uh, hi Octane, man. I'm, I'm loving the Kamen Rider Girls.
0: Yeah, so um, <laughs> they're the second of two groups that are just for the overarching like Common Rider franchise. There's also uh Rider Chips, which is like a rock band that's been around since like the early two thousands that just like does really rocking like covers of songs that like other bands do for common writer and stuff. But why Rider chips? I I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of naming stuff where I just like don't get the pun, or maybe like there was somebody named Chips and then they like, became <laughs> Rider Chips. I don't know.
1: This is funny. That sounds like me trying to come up with a YouTube name with you. I'm like, uh... Just throw stuff at the wall and see if it sticks. <laughs> yes, yeah, should I try being pop cult ships? <laughs> I might have
0: to now. But no, uh, so... There's so much weird stuff with, like, Kamen Rider, because, like, each show has, like, the artists that are, like, actual artists that they bring in for, like, an opening. Then they have, um, like... Sometimes the actors will sing songs, too. Then sometimes they'll make custom groups for the show like I think like there's like a custom band called Labor Day that was made just for the comrade like double for example but also <laughs> some of the actors sake, so like a blues band <laughs> uh partially maybe but like yeah it, just like um, uh, so like on some shows like they'll have like they'll bring in a like actual band they'll have a custom made band they'll have the actors singing then they'll have the two franchise bands so have like (laughs) tons of music five different ways to get music so yeah there's like an idol group that just wears belts like common riders and stuff and it's a been a thing for like 10 odd years and like there's people that will like cycle out and it's (laughs) not a part of the fandom i'm super interacted with but like their songs will show up in like the shows like the song that plays um in episode three when there's like that like motorcycle fight that is mm. that song that we just heard.
1: Oh, okay. I would say that the songs for this series are all good. I liked all the soundtrack. Yeah, I think like they tend to have pretty good songs overall for like Common Rider*. Like it was one song in episode fourteen. I just kind of like, started bobbing my head. <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's *Cabin Rider* girls. But um, we have talked about the background history, and we've talked about some songs. We should actually talk about why you're here, which is to hear us talk about uh, the actual show itself. We watched uh, episodes one, two, and three of *Cupwriter Game*, along with episodes fourteen and sixty. Spoilers ahead. Hey, these will not be a full recap; more of a conversation about like what we watched. Let's get to it. <laughs> stage now, <laughs> so, yeah. Comrade <laughs> game. Uh, so starting with episode one,
1: what did you think of Comrade game? Like in general, like in yeah, this episode. So first things first, this OP has to yeah. be one of the best Comrade openings that I heard since starting this pod. With my God, that shit's so fire! I love the OP and. Even like the first scene of the show, like maybe it's because I was playing hours on hours of Ghost of Tsushima, but I got lots of samurai, ronin, shogun vibes with all the suits in the first encounters. And I've never seen a Kamerad on a horse. I'm like, well, how do, when do we get to that point? <laughs> I wish I could just flash forward to like when Koda's riding a horse. But uh, for, the first, for the first episode, as far as the episode goes, solid, solid first episode. Um, I definitely like some of the themes in the episode. Um the invest battles kinda had like a Pokemon-esque vibe to it. Um yeah. the dance groups were cool, a <laughs> little cheesy, but it, it worked. <laughs> um and I also didn't expect, like I said at the top pod, that the, the theme of the suits would go around with fruits was very interesting and the dialogue was very, very anime like. So I was locked in from the beginning of episode one.
0: Yeah. So like I've watched all of Cup game and like it's Always interesting to watch the start of a show that you've like finished, but also one that you know like goes to places in a really intense way. Uh Like you might feel this way, for example, like when like you are watching the first episode of like Evangelion again, or like <laughs>
1: yeah, you start noticing certain kind of things thing. that you didn't notice before. Yeah, I love that. Film. And yeah, uh,
0: so Common Rider they don't ride horses that much, but Sentai actually rides horses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's wild. Well, not all the time, but like I can think of at least like three different series where they rode horses, like the whole team. And there's suits? a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that's dope. I've been playing too many RPGs. Sorry, I'm just so like from like Red Dead Redemption two to Ghost of Tsushima. Now I'm like, first it was swords, then it was like a good mystery vibe. Now it's like just put a horse in the show. I'm I'm in. <laughs> There's one show where I'm pretty sure like,
0: there's two shows where they transform on the horses though and they like morph. Oh man. And there's a one where like this character gets a horse and he and the horse transform into zords <laughs> while he's riding it. <laughs>
1: oh, that's dope.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. But <laughs> yeah, um, like I said, like, there's a lot of like what's this show going to be when, like, the theme was, like, I guess there's, like, a kid's fruit-cutting game that was, like, popular in Japan, and, like, that's part of, the, like, the gimmick for the show, and, like... Fruit Ninja? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, but yeah, like, these suits, for the most part, look really good, like, especially, like, I love most of game suits, and um he doesn't really have, like, a bad suit, <laughs> like, his, like, four or five suits, he Gets. Mm-hmm. One thing to note is that this show is actually like really like in conversation with like other shows for Kamen Writer. Like that scene, for example, where um, well, the first time we actually like um, meet like Coda is he's helping this kid find his mom like at like a like mall or something. Yeah, that is how like the whole like two thousands Common Writer show started because like in Common Rider Kuga like. That's how we meet like the first writer that's like th- that people like had seen for like fifteen years, and it was like a major like moment like culturally, so like it's were very they, interesting that they return to that
1: were they just paying homage to that, or were they just like unintentionally like copying the exactly they definitely same
0: did scene? that on purpose uh, Cause like uh <laughs> this show has a lot to say about what common writer is uh, uh and um that scene at the very beginning like where you see the armies and the horses and like the groups that's mm-hmm. actually like kind of felt like a reference to like the first scene of Kamen Rider decade is actually like that as well, where there's just like two armies fighting each other.
1: Okay.
0: So there's like lots of like small references like that. Um, and the last show it kind of is like in the conversation with like super like overtly has to be um, Kamen Rider Ryuki. It's basically, like, the show in the early 2000s uh, that um, introduced the idea of, like, a writer war and common writers who, like, actually fought each other outside of misunderstandings or mind controls. Like, actually, the first show where, like, you had, like, writer versus writer stuff happen, like, writers killing other writers, that kind of stuff. Okay. So there's, like, a lot of, like, stuff there which is like, oh, this feels like it's very much, like, in contact with, like, the history of, like, the show and, like, the modern history,
1: which is cool. Well, other, other writer shows isn't the only thing that this I can compare the show to. I'll share them as, as the show goes on. But for episode one, when they went into, uh, I guess it's Helm Forest? Helm Forest? Is that the name of it? Helheim? yeah, Helheim. Helheim. <laughs> like yeah, Norse mythology, yeah. Yeah, Helheim Forest. It reminded me of, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw the movie that came out a couple years ago, uh, Annihilation. Like, with all the Mm -hmm. saturated colors and just the whole vibe of, like, everything kind of being morphed. You ever seen that? That Yeah. Yeah, totally. that That had that kind of vibe. So, um, maybe Annihilation, the writer of that took some inspiration from this show. You never know. Like, honestly, like, this
0: show has, like, its theming, like, fruit and, like, stuff and, like, samurai. And, like, it's, like, meant to be, like, a modern day retelling of, like, the warring states period in Japan, for example. And then it has its themes, though, and it is a show that is not afraid to have characters very clearly state what they think about the world and how the world should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When like I saw the forest like this time around, I was like, "Wow!" I think that like the like head writers <laughs> knew exactly what they wanted to do with this show, like, <laughs> regardless of what happened. Just it was very like because well it or what? Just everything about it, like know how like I like reference how when like when they start like a like rider show um a lot of the actors are new to like acting and stunt work Mm -hmm. this show doesn't really (laughs) take it slow with those actors it just says yeah deal with it (laughs) yeah you have to be this character (laughs) but yeah um we're in this major city that's controlled by this one company Yggdrasil Yggdrasil I don't speak Norse but and yeah and the kids in that town like to do dance battles. And that's how they like solve their their conflicts through like playing Yu Gi Oh! Pokemon kind of stuff. So, what do you think about Coda when you met him as the main character?
1: Uh, I actually like Coda a lot. Um, usually, I'm kind of standoffish with uh, a lot of these uh, main characters at the beginning of the show, but right from the beginning, he seemed like a, a cool character just based off the first encounter with the kid. And then uh, I really wasn't sure why he left the dance group uh, game. Uh, I'm pretty sure they explain it a lot more in detail as the show goes on, but um, also likes his relationship with his sister. Even though what she said to him was outrageous, yeah. <laughs> she, no. he's like making yeah, all this cash, making all this cash. Look, sis, here's three months advance cash, and she's like, "You're getting this from playing a game. Get a real job." And I'm like, "Whoa, that was that was that was insane." But uh, yeah, no, a cool I have, like, guy.
0: wrote down like. <laughs> does she hate like art and
1: entertainment and like sports yeah i'm like, like what is like, what on. is she like what was her definition of a job it was like do something that makes the world better it's a way you help people and it's like well come
0: on like not everybody <laughs> could like teach at a preschool or like build like a fence you know
1: yeah so i thought that was pretty funny.
0: but yeah koda's cool he literally says that um he doesn't know what being an adult means he's very much like a millennial like i like just work
1: like and i've like abandoned like everything i love and i don't know if it was episode one or two but it was hilarious when he first got the uh what's it called the the thing that makes him change um, the sengoku driver yeah and he just in his room like changing and like changing on and off and doing poses i thought that was hilarious He's full on like Sam Raimi like Spider-Man like yeah yeah
0: that's a perfect
1: that's a perfect comparison.
0: And like it's really refreshing to see him be like I don't care about like my secret identity. No, why would I care about
1: that? I'm just going to like yeah, I thought it was insane that he would just like transform and import. I'm like, "What? I thought it was going to be like a <clears throat> secret identity." Kind of like how me and you assumed that uh you and Fua would go yeah. about their business in in zero one, and then all of a sudden they're just you know changing in front of everybody. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty uh pretty intense too when he just like transformed and even started taking place or taking part of the games. <laughs> I'm like, this is cheating. You yeah. <laughs> like, can't like, do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine if like you're just like in like a battle with someone and like Pokemon, and you're like, okay, Squirtle, and then they just Punch the shit out of your portal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot it was one of the characters. Like you, you can't do that or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that, that is cheating. But uh, he's basically airbug. Like, there's nothing in the rule book that says a person can't fight in this like VR battle. <laughs> yes, yes, that's spot on. And he's like so OP. Like, I think that one guy sent three of them at him, and he's just like kicking him yeah. around, making child's play of him. Because they're like one foot tall,
0: like at, at the start too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but yeah. Um, and there's like lots of good fun in this first episode. The guys, that like goes from like the dance battles and they're playing the invest game, so they don't like punch each other. Basically, there's like um like mysterious dude who's like selling locks to people that gives uh, the actual leader of the team that he left like this
1: like belt. I love that character, Sid. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, did one of my favorite characters from this brief check-in.
0: Yeah, he's a a very liked character, and like he he kind of looks like he's like from like Fudo, like not from like a you know mm-hmm. with that hat and that vest, uh, and like also like um at some point we aren't gonna look at it, but there is like a movie where just like <laughs> you get like a team up between like between like um game buys and like double it's like oh my god is it a movie oh yeah it's a movie um like they used to do spring movies they don't really anymore but like for this spring movie it was like what if all the writers from the 70s thought that like the modern writers were punks and just like started to like kill them
1: (laughs) that sounds like the nba
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) this league is
1: so soft now (laughs) back in my day that is so funny
0: oh people yeah because like you had like a bunch of like 70 year old dudes who haven't like transformed in like 30 years, just like beating You're the soft. crap out of like, the... yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> who is like the Stephen A. Smith of like common Riders? Is that like <laughs> that has to be like, uh, like who sleeps? Like, I don't sleep. Uh. <laughs> Here's the thing about Kodu Kazurba. he was on
1: crack cocaine <laughs> and Phil Jackson signed him. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the fruit called in this show that you like you're not supposed to be eating? I forget what it's called. Ah uh, crap. They're um lock seeds are like Stay off
0: the lock seeds. Yeah, they're <laughs> off the lock seeds. <laughs> but they're like a cool design too. Like they're like weird, like jelly stuff and like mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, just I would love if we just had like a, a sports that are like <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, somebody somebody needs to take that job. Who's like the Charles Barkley of like Kamen Rider. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> Yeah, so um the whole first episode is basically like meant to make you like look strangely at the town like that they're living in and then they get to that forest and they find that belt and lead up to that first fight. And um the first fight of like a like Kamen Rider is always important. I really like the way you see Coda figuring out his powers and like not being sure what to do. Mm-hmm. It's
1: a lot of fun. Yeah. I liked it a lot too. And, um, I mean, I, I think you mentioned it on a last pod or maybe off pod that you said that this, uh, show is more weapons based versus hand to hand comment. And it works like extremely well. Um, I love, I love the, uh, like you said, the first encounter with Kota and uh, the Invis. but yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. The show is like,
0: Great, like choreography and stuff. And, um, like it's like, especially cool because, um, before we get to the big fight in the forest, there's this moment where, like, um, where USS to he says to Coda, the streets have changed, which I really <laughs> love as a line <laughs> for like your dance battling, like, let's play someone like Pokemon, like streets. But yeah, um, and when Coda is about to finish his first fight, he gets like a vision of this woman in white with blonde hair that looks like his friend Mai and that probably is like the first point where you might realize that this is a little different than like your normal account like, writer
1: show I think. Yeah. Um I guess I don't really want it spoiled. I was gonna ask you was it was it Mai but <laughs> that's a interesting question.
0: Oh um, yeah I may want and to and the watch answer this is uh <laughs> interesting and you'll see <laughs> But yeah, and um you also see her um in episode three when like Kaido gets like his powers and he basically says, I don't care 'cause she's saying like, Hey, like destiny is gonna lead you on a path if you like use these powers. He's just like nope. Whereas where like Koda was like, Oh, this is weird, I should like figure this out. But
1: Yeah, he he really didn't embrace his powers, I can tell. Just from this few episodes and um yeah
0: just i love the whole second episode which should be labeled like just him adjusting to his powers but like him knocking over like the pain at work and like getting stuck in his car is like exactly what you would do if like you got these powers though like you'd be like oh i could like take the stairs or i could like
1: (laughs) transform a job i could fly uh yeah oh I forgot to mention. I know. I know it's off topic, but that commercial at the end of episode one with the gummies. Oh. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, you saw the gummies. Excellent, excellent commercial. I kind. I want to find those now. They might be outdated now since this, like this show came out, in 2016. But excellent, excellent commercials throughout the show, even with the toys. No, there's some like fan summers that'll like leave that in
0: or have that like at the end because I guess like there's like always like a branded rider like fish sausage <laughs> that, like the whole, like dude I don't really get that and like gummies yeah but it's like a lot of fun That like it's just like oh here's the commercials um and I am having a cat attack me while I'm trying to podcast but besides that um the relationship that we see in these episodes between Coda and the owner of the um like juice bar like Bando called the yeah. like, groupers and like how like um so Bando is actually a like person who's been in Rider before, not that character, but that actor. Okay. Um play the villain in two separate Rider series, and also um plays kind of like a much beloved like manservant in like another comedy Rider show. So he's like a face that people recognize. Mm-hmm. And so what did you think when we got to actually meet Kaido in the sense of him helping that kid down from the
1: tree? Yeah, he was kind of upfront about it, like, get down or <laughs> you're going to be up there. I, for- I forget the words, but he was definitely like, took a different approach than uh, Coda did. So I thought he was a asshole fadedly. But the kid got down
0: though. There's just like, great exchange where he says, all you can count on is your own strength. Then the kid jumps down and says, thanks, mister. <laughs> 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 like, uh, this like, weird Kaiba, like, survival of the fittest ass. Rich dude, just uh, he makes his whole team
1: like dress in the same outfits, like when they <laughs> dance and stuff. And yeah, he's the most anime-like character that we meet and in, in the first episode. And the thing is,
0: like, there's a certain point in the show where he stops doing card tricks all the time because there's like one scene, for example, where he throws a playing card into like a TV and breaks it. <laughs> I didn't see that. They fight because of his insults. Um and that's when we get like a, a like a, cool pineapple like sword fight scene and stuff and yeah um, I like this whole stuff a lot but um, once we get like to like the third episode we start to see like more of the characters a bit and um so, Michi is perhaps one of Kamen Rider fandoms most hated characters, like across the whole franchise all the shows, really, yeah. <laughs> You don't really see it here, but um he's like a he's very into Mai. <laughs> and there's like one moment where you see like uh the teammates when Mai and Lakota are talking, they're like, Oh, um, yeah, they make like a great like couple and he's like, Yeah, and then looks to the side like he's gonna murder somebody. <laughs> there's like a lot of stuff that's just like set up in these episodes, but we do get kind of the first other writer in like Kaido and what do you think of his suit as
1: Commander writer Baron? Uh, I liked it liked it a lot Um, I guess I kind of spoiled myself when I was trying to figure out exactly <laughs> who these characters are while we're potting but uh, the suit is dope I liked it a lot. I was actually surprised that they introduced him as a writer so early. Yeah um, we skip over a lot of the first arc of the show that's
0: like the beat writer like Saga but like uh, there's like five more writers they introduced that
1: yeah, it was like this probably isn't the best way to get introduced to the game. Like one, two, three, then fourteen, sixteen. But during 14, I was like, who the hell are these, the rest of these guys? Um, when they all showed up, but yeah, it's, it, it seems like there's a lot of writers in this show. Yeah, this series definitely has like, um,
0: I'm gonna give a count really quick and see if I can find out how many there are. Um, all right, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13. Oh my God. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Um, I thought zero one was a lot. Not okay. So some of these are like in movies and like count as like two because they're like, this is when this person's like this character and this person like has like another belt here. But there's like a belt, if I had to guess, like 15 riders in the course of like this run. Um we probably miss seeing about, like, five of them because they're, like, part of that like, first batch. They kind of get, like, made obsolete um, once we see, like, the uh, new generation stuff, but um, we kind of get robbed at the end of the third episode of, like, an actual fight between the two, but trust me, it happens. Mm-hmm. Down the line. Um, as they just kind of, like, go into the forest and they can warp between dimensions when they and they drive fast enough, which is interesting, but no, um, I was kind of upset when I didn't fight then and there. <laughs> they kind of have to have something to save, and trust me, they do a lot. Like, and it escalates as time goes on. Uh, but no, uh, so like you mentioned, yeah, this isn't like the best way to get into the game, but like I was like hoping that like theme and like seeing some bits of each like plot line, it might.
1: Yeah, I definitely got the
0: filler to show. show. 'Cause episode fourteen. Uh, that is. That
1: opens and there's a lot that you. Oh my god, bro! I I, I wanted to mess you before the pod. I'm, just like, I'm gonna need help with this one because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, but yeah, it was inter- very entertaining, and uh, I was surprised. Was it 14 that we find out that the invest was Yuya? Yes, that was wild, bro! Oh my god! Like, so they were looking for this kid the whole time and they didn't know what happened to him. Yeah. Totally that was crazy. Also, are there other humans that are invest this whole time?
0: Um, there's like a scene where Takatora talks to Sid and says, Hey, um, it's another category H invest. So yeah, if you aren't wearing a belt and you see some of those fruits, you're just compelled to eat them and that
1: transforms you into like an Invest. So like there's a good amount of them. Um So the Invest that the uh like the dance groups are using to fight each other, like Pokemon, are those humans too? Um, it or are d- those just like intense. Oh my god. That is intense, bro. I did <laughs> this show is just leveled up. That's crazy. Wow. And honestly, like this is just
0: like the first third of the show we're looking at in, in these five episodes, like in like a very like drop in way. It doesn't stop ramping up to the point where the show is like probably the show definitely gets more than a little post-apocalyptic
1: mm-hmm. by the end of it, too, in a very interesting way. Oh, like like the city's like, just being... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Wow. Now I see... Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Okay. Like, the first three episodes, I'm like, okay, cool themes, nice, blah, blah, but I didn't know it got like that. When we do part two, for example, that's gonna
0: be five episodes in a row. No bullshit. Um... But also, it's still going to end at the halfway point of the series, and the series keeps going at that
1: pace of escalation. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go back and, like, catch up to whatever we have to do for part two so I can, like, know what's going on. But, wow. Yeah. Um, I also like, want to find out. I know we're jumping all over the place, and I'm geeking out right no, totally, now. Totally, totally. But I just can't help it. What the hell did Mitchy's brother show him at the end of that clip? <laughs> do I want to know or do I want to save it? Uh, you'll find out next time, honestly. Oh, okay, okay. Man, that that had me on the edge of my seat. He's like, now I so, get it. <laughs> I was like, what did he see? And then the episode just goes off. So based off, actually, this, what do you think he saw? What do you think is the plot? I, I assumed that it was something to do with, like, humans just eating the fruit. Like, people are in the city, or from the city, are coming into Helheim Forest. <laughs> and eating a fruit, and turning a vest. I'm pretty sure that's what he saw. Something something along those lines. I'm okay. so interested in seeing what part two has for you, honestly. Uh, Was I spot on? Close? Or warm?
0: Uh, you were a little warm. Okay. But still,
1: not quite there. No, this show goes places. Um, See, I, maybe I'll maybe I take it a little bit too easy guessing. Maybe it's like a level above what I just said, which is insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't wait for part two when we get to episode 14 we're like in the
0: middle of a fight 11 episodes later with a character that you would have met in that time and, and the whole episode like even without like seeing him be on once or twice in like episode like 2 the whole episode's about um this character like Hase who um was a yeah. comic writer
1: yeah I wanted to ask you like um that's the first thing I was like who the, who the hell is Hase and why why does he want to eat this fruit, or what attracted him to eat this fruit? So basically, um he was a common Rider.
0: His belt gets destroyed. Um, but not before he like sees that the fruit can turn into the lock seeds. Okay. So he's trying to become a common Rider again, but mm. since he has no belt, he can't resist trying to eat the fruit, okay. Just when he becomes like a like invest,
1: okay. Also, like, the portal stand open with those scientists was wild. It reminded me of uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this show's very Stranger <laughs> Things, like, honestly. With, like, the upside down. I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope how they kept it open. like that.
0: Yeah, um, Helheim definitely continues to, like, progress in a very interesting way. Uh, and yeah, um, so, like, the whole crux is that, like, Coda isn't gonna kill this guy, because he's somebody that he knows. Like, if they're like not really friends. And like, we get multiple fight scenes of like Coda trying to stop him and like wrestle him and make him like come to his senses and it not
1: work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, no, it's Hase. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> you yeah, just meanwhile. killed Yuya. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait to find out or watch the episode when he finds out what he did. Oh, we're like, going to go there. Like, that reveal is going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: Coda is very much a why do we have to fight kind of character like he's like Mm -hmm. in like episode like 16 like he says like oh like I want power to protect people not because like power itself is like a thing that's like important to have or like I want to harm people but um yeah uh, and he after Hase like scratches a member of like team game called Rat (laughs) and I was like Rat that's a character (laughs) well
1: <laughs> Who is Team Game? Like, I want to know who's on Team Game. Actually, because yeah, like, it was they all so, have weird. There was so many characters. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, 14 and 16 had me like, "What the hell's going on?" But I got the gist of the plot. But like, when it like Rat got hit, I'm like, "Okay, is he?" I I was like, "Oh, I guess he's in game." So I had to kind of like piece a lot of things together.
0: Yeah, like that's why it's cool that
1: they're wearing themed outfits. <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly. <laughs> kind of like a uh, k-pop group it's like okay yeah. they're together Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> so there's rat, chucky may. rika Chuck? may, mitchy, and Coda, and three unday members so, so Maya's in it? They care. oh um she's in it yeah but like okay. we know her like I mean like for like the side characters that we never spent uh, any time with
1: Gotcha. so many characters in the show
0: yeah cause they're all
1: the little, they're all leading like five or six person dance groups <laughs> <laughs> deep. oh yeah i was, i forgot i know i keep geeking out guys but it's probably a reaction that you guys are from somebody watching game for the first time when they revealed that the other group i forget the group's name was using the invest to like do yeah, like episode 16 yeah grand like larceny like you still i'm like what like this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> He's they're like jailbreaking
0: their loxie. He's like, too, you're you're doing the wrong
1: thing too. I'm like, hey, you got some point there. But <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> so, like, you know how badly it would go if like we got like loxies or like those like cool like arm things from Lone, like Yu Gi Oh, where it's like if you put a magnet right here, you could bring like
1: blue eyes white dragon to life. Think about how bad Pokemon Go was. I don't know if it was this bad in your area, but like it was like this one spot called balance point and near tampa bay it's like there's in this rich ass neighborhood but all of the rare pokemon was over there so guess where everybody was going to this rich ass neighborhood and they started complaining and the cops had to like kick everybody out every day and it just turned into a big hangout spot in this rich neighborhood why was there rare pokemon over there i don't know but that's kind of like that kind of reminded me of when that scene happened with the guy using the invest to like you know do that stuff for me, that's just, that's just reminding me this could really happen. People will find a way to abuse their power if they have. To. You know that like how
0: bad like what would happen on like TikTok for example if like people got like the um, like raid risers from like common writer like zero one and like oh. just like bite <laughs> so many videos. Um. So one other thing that we miss is that. In the time of the episodes that happen, invests start to like invade the city more and more, which is why like the beat writers are like the scapegoats. Like it's these kids having these fights, not like there's an invasive dimension. <laughs> but yes, that's why like there's like a lot of effort to have the beat writers like stop fighting and let people know that like they're not the cause of this, which you know mm-hmm. probably wouldn't work. Um, and Koda tries really hard. To save Hasse. um, He, like, has this one scene where he's, like, walking through fireballs with his swords out to, like, non-lethally stop him. <laughs> and also, like, he walks on water in one scene that's just, like, kind of on the nose for me, but still also just, like, <laughs> yeah. And that's when four new next-generation
1: riders that have, like, S-class Loxie, the I, new belts show Explain up. this to me. So, one with Sid, right? The other was Mitchie's brother,
0: correct? who also had a form with the old driver that like you'd see more of on like the watch through and
1: okay cuz Cause cuz cause that was the first time I well not that wasn't the first time but like this episode was the first time that I knew Mitch Mitch her brother and are they half or full because he kept calling them by a different last name than he had I was confused uh I think they're full brothers okay cuz he kept calling them by his last name or something yeah like they're that. full brothers okay i maybe my sub the subs that I was watching on was Kind of off, but I thought that was weird that he kept didn't wasn't calling him by his uh, name. But yeah, um, so this group, what are they called? You said they're called the what? Um, well, like they're called like the Next Generation Writers. Okay, I like that.
0: Yeah, and they have like soda belts, so they're like not like juicing anymore. They're making soda, and um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll <be> like soda. <laughs> and really quick, um. Here's a picture of like the um, of um Michi's brother Takatora's first suit, which is one of my favorites. Oh, I like that a lot. It's like Cell meets White Ranger-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, That's dope. And then there's two other writers. Um, you kind of would have met them slash will meet them, in the other episodes. But um, one is um this woman named um Yoko Minato um. She's cool as shit. Like, she um, is... So, the actress for her um, does all of her own stunts, including in the suit.
1: Hmm.
0: So she's, like, Jackie Chan. doing scenes of her, like, <laughs> kicking people, and then when she actually puts, like, her armor on, that's the actual actress in the suit. I like that. I wish more, more of them did that, but
1: that's kind of hard I mean, to come by.
0: Yeah, that, that's hard to do. Uh, yeah.
1: Ask for too much there.
0: And I guess she's like um like that happened back in the 70s, but like she's acting and doing the stunts and getting in the suit. That's just wild to me. Um and she's just like a pretty solid character. And the fourth one is um the professor who actually made all these powers.
1: Mm, oh, he's a writer too? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um General, what? Jesus. N- no, yeah, totally. Jesus. Oh. How can you beat those? They got everything. Wow. I gotta watch the rest of this show.
0: No, like it's like what they say, like um like you made it the hotline, I made it the hot song.
1: That's kind <laughs> of how it goes. Nice.
0: What we kind of miss no wait actually. <laughs> At the end of the episode, Stid just kills Hase <sighs> as Mitchie's finding out that Coda killed Yuya, and Koda's like crying about like Hase, who he barely knows, there's honestly like not friends with. Um and Sid <laughs> is making this speech about how he's a hero and an adult and Coda's just a kid. I just thought yeah. what a
1: shit heel. You know I love a good villain. I love Sid, man. And he like he was just playing around with him too, he like kicking him, stumping on his chest, and he just like Yeah. But uh I, I I would like to know why they chose or it seems like they specifically chose Coda to be uh a game, writer game or crime writer game. When they're like discussing Project or whenever Mitchie was in like his brother's room looking through files, it seemed like they all, they had this planned out from the beginning.
0: Well, they planned to have like the beat writers get like the like belts and like fight, but it was supposed to be Yuya, not Coda. Because like,
1: oh, okay.
0: yeah. So Coda's kind of like a bit of like a variable, but like at this point, they're just like, no, keep being guinea pigs, just mm-hmm. like, just get us more like data. And I, <laughs> Came H-book so close to just like Google. saying like a massive thing, actually. Where I will probably find out, but yeah, there's um more reasons behind that. But um, th- this episode 16, we skip episode 15, which is like a lot of like Koda and Kaido being trapped and talking to the new generation riders and like being offered stuff. Like, it's definitely a very good episode. Just like I felt like what happened in episode 16 was like a little more important, but there's lots of like cool like theme talk about like what it means to be an adult and to be a hero and to have power It's like worth looking at but um man just we see Sakura find out that Michi is also a like writer and um was breaking in to save like his friends and what do you think of like Michi's suit actually I like the great suit I love it he also gets like a really cool like kiwi suit that I think they used like one time but um yeah, so one of the plots of the episode is uh, Mitchy being confronted by his brother and just having that moment of like, oh god, I need to help. <laughs> like, what's this that I'm seeing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Very Lovecraft. Um, one is that like, Coda's just trying to cope and he has this like new lemon energy locksteed that he like also tries to montage like transform with, but he can't figure it out. Uh, which which is when like he confronts the um bad kid because like they're stealing stuff and they're like making actual monsters like attack their enemies and stuff uh and yeah I really love the way the scene was actually shot where Koda confronts them in their base where it's like lit all moody and like it's like a very small area where they have that fight scene mm-hmm. as is happening like there's this shot of like Takatora saying um I know that you're not somebody that needs to be taken care of like you can see the world and you can help take care of other people cause like my blood's in your vein but when he says my blood's in your vein there's like a giant like pitcher of orange juice like in the <laughs> foreground like in front of like vichy Two that i love <laughs> as this rampaging invest is like being the shit out of like Hoda, he figures out how to get like um his upgrade which uh what do you think of his uh new form that he gets here in the um lemon form
1: uh, I thought it was really nice too. All these suits, I'm in love with, like all the fruit based suits. Um, and the powers that that one was capable of was even better than the orange one. They do great stuff with those arrows. Like, yeah,
0: we're about to have like a ton of like really acrobatic fight scenes with like them having like those like
1: mixed like sword arrows. Um, and Coda gets an even better suit that we'll see. It's just funny, like every time I see a rider use an arrow now, I'm automatically going to think about Hiryubi. <laughs> Cause that was oh, yeah. the first writer I saw with the arrow. There's never been
0: a common writer with an arrow who like didn't look cool. I don't think it's like not possible.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Th- this is kind of like a weird shotgun like smattering, but like I, the hope is to get you excited, both like you, James, and like you, the listener, like following along for s- some themes and, and like some thoughts and like you could definitely go back and learn more and like, maybe you've been like spoiled on like some 10 episodes of the show, but it's a really great season of like Kamen Rider. Like, especially if you're like new or like, you're not sure, like want something like a little more meaty or mature. And yeah. Um, are you excited to see what happens in the next part of the, of the um, look at Kamen Rider game or?
1: Yeah, man, after what you just told me, hell yeah. I still need to finish W too, but or a camaraderie double. I said W, <laughs> noob. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm super Same excited to check point. out. <laughs> super excited to check out the rest of the game. No, uh, so um, you not tell I was how much I was cutting you off that I've been excited.
0: <laughs> no, you sound like super excited. Um, so I um, we're not gonna do these week to week because there are like a few more episodes and they are like a more hit but probably um next month you'll see us do part two we're only going to do two parts of this because at that point we're looking at like 10 episodes of like game anything more we might as well actually like dive dive
1: into it but um yeah and saber be back up by then right yeah um i'm starting to get more excited about starting saber i'm not gonna lie. yeah uh i was kind of down it but i'm excited now that suit kind of grows on you a little bit,
0: I think, um, yeah. and also seeing a series that does like out there designs very well like probably helps a little bit, but no, um next month we're going to be looking at part two of Carwriter Game, which is uh, episodes um nineteen to twenty four which is that's going to be just a straight shot, no bullshit <laughs> um this is going to bring us to the halfway point in the show, but um. So there's a whole half of the show that is equally as momentous that uh comes after it. But we'll learn a lot of answers to questions and also um get some new questions. <laughs> the hope being that at the end of these two parts and these 10 episodes from different parts, um you will want to fill in like your blanks and like continue on. And uh this is a just <laughs> I'm really excited to see what you think of these next five episodes. Cause like they're a lot more intense and a lot more just like together. But no. Um, so where can people find you, James, when you're, uh, not talking about, um, stunt filled fruits full of heroes.
1: <laughs> you can find me at Camarider or <laughs> wow. You can at find Common me Rider. Man, you got that. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you can find me at pop Coltonette on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Where can they find you, Kip?
0: You can find me uh, contemplating what the use of power is um, at James Forge. Uh, <laughs> and find the podcast um, at Common Ride with Me, commonridewithme dot and podcast at commonridewithme dot com. Um, and yeah, um, we are about to embark on kind of a new season, new year, depending on like I on like how you look at it. But um, we just should be finishing up our. Uh, 11 part power rangers look at that that is entirely separate each one is self-contained but they all tell a story across it and um in september for um 18th we should also be getting um the first episode of our look at the first two episodes of common rider's saber which is a whole new series and that'll be a completely fresh start to watch along and kind of like experience like a whole new series and we're really excited for it we have no clue <laughs> what it's going to be but we're hopeful
1: <laughs>
0: and yeah um, another thing that um, you can look forward to with us is uh, that at the end of each episode we give you some advice sometimes good sometimes bad but always related to what
1: we've watched now James what advice would you give for our listeners today watch Rider and use your invest to rob a bank